The reading is taken from 1 Peter 4, 12 to 19. My friends, do not be surprised at the painful things you are now suffering. These things are testing your faith. So do not think that something strange is happening to you. But you should be happy that you are sharing in Christ's sufferings. You will be happy and full of joy when Christ comes again in glory. When people insult you because you follow Christ, then you are blessed. You are blessed because the glorious spirit, the spirit of God, is with you. Do not suffer for murder, theft, or any other crime, nor because you trouble other people. But if you suffer because you are a Christian, then do not be ashamed. You should praise God because you wear that name. It is time for judgment to begin, and it will begin with God's family. If that judging begins with us, what will happen to those people who do not obey the good news? It is very hard for a good person to be saved. Then the wicked person and the sinner will surely be lost. Then those who suffer as God wants them to should trust their souls to him. God is the one who made them, and they can trust him. So they should continue to do what is right. Well, it is such a joy and a privilege to be sharing in Nia's special day today. What could you be expected to pray for Nia on her dedication day? You'd naturally expect us to pray for great success for her in every aspect of her life. As I've already prayed, that she'll do well in school, that she'll make satisfying relationships, that she'll succeed in a career, that she might have a family of her own one day, that she will flourish in every way. Our reading from 1 Peter chapter 4 then is something of a surprise, maybe even a shock. It's very honest with us about the reality of suffering. All people suffer to a greater or lesser degree. And those who live for Christ can be assured of much suffering. It's a bit like being a rugby supporter. I'm a Wales fan, for good or for ill, yeah, thank you very much. And much of my childhood was pe- supporting Wales was a painful experience. When I was a little boy, Wales were brilliant in the 1970s, but in the 80s and 90s, Wales were mostly very ordinary indeed. It was quite a dispiriting experience to support them. But then, from about the year 2000, things began to change. In the last 20 years, Wales have often been rather good. They've won the Six Nations Championship several times, and that makes the pain all, the, all worthwhile. Well, it's a bit like that when you're associated with Jesus Christ. Verse 12. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. When we suffer as Christians, we shouldn't be surprised. 
we shouldn't see it as a strange thing. Rather, verse 13, rejoice. We should rejoice that we participate in the sufferings of Christ. Verse 16, if we suffer as a Christian, we should praise God that we bear the name of Christ. We suffer for the privilege of bearing the name of Christ. We suffer for the privilege of being known as Christ's, being identified with Christ, as you might suffer in a much lesser way for being identified with your sports team. Well, why should we pray for Nia to live for Christ? Why should we pray for Nia to be identified with Christ if this means that she will, be, she will suffer? Well, we should be realistic. We don't live in a country where Christians are systematically persecuted. We enjoy freedom of religion in this country. But all Christians can still expect a measure of difficulty as they live for Christ. Sam Williams, our assistant minister, was telling us last Sunday of an occasion when he was on a school trip, when he was insulted and ridiculed for being a Christian. That level of disapproval for being a Christian can certainly be expected. But I say again, if Nira is going to suffer, why should we pray for her to live as a Christian? Well, it's so that Nia and all of us might know three things. Joy in Christ's glory, the blessing of Christ's presence, and confidence at Christ's judgment. We should pray for Nia to live as a Christian so that she might know, firstly, joy in Christ's glory. Verse 13, rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. So here is a guarantee that if we suffer for Christ, if we're willing to be dishonored for, with Christ, we will one day be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. What does this mean? It means that when Jesus returns to earth, all Christians believe that Jesus will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. Christ will return to earth and that will be a moment of overwhelming joy for Christians to see Jesus and to be part of a fabulous recreation of the cosmos, free from all suffering. That will make every suffering we go through immensely worthwhile. It's a bit like being a sportsman, maybe a rugby player, maybe an Olympian athlete. And for our elite sports people, yes, there's much glory on the winner's podium. But to get there, they must go through many years of grueling training. They may even suffer 
years of failure. But then comes the day when they win the trophy or the gold medal. And all that matters then is the glory of victory. And this is a pale illustration of what it means to be a Christian. We suffer now, but we look forward to the glory of Christ, which is to be revealed. Secondly, we pray for all of us to know the blessing of Christ's presence, verse 14. This is our experience in the present, verse 14. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. So every time the Christian is insulted for belonging to Christ, we can count that as blessing because the spirit of glory and of God rests on us. Christ is present with us. It's not us that the world is hating, but the spirit of Jesus, which is seen in our lives. When I was a student at Oxford, our college, which is also called Christchurch, played in the final of the university football competition. And we played against Jesus College, which is traditionally associated with Welsh students. And so members of my college all waved leeks <laughs> in derision at the Jesus supporters. And they chanted, you're Welsh, and you know you are, you're Welsh, and you know you are, you're Welsh, and you know you are, you're Welsh, and you know you are... I felt terrible divided loyalties <laughs> because I was a member of Christchurch, but I'm also Welsh. Well, much more seriously, perhaps you've been insulted or even persecuted for your faith in Jesus. And God is saying to you, it's not you they're persecuting, but Jesus, Jesus seen in your life. It's worth it. It's worth suffering for Christ when you're associated with him. And thirdly, we need to know confidence at Christ's judgment. Thirty years ago, I was very interested in singing. I wanted to become a classical tenor. And so I entered some competitions. After all, my mother said I was a very good singer. And my auntie Glennis thought I was a very good singer. My teachers in school said I was a good singer. So I entered some talent shows, and I entered various Eisteddfods, Eisteddfodau. And Eisteddfod is a cultural competition which features singing and instrumental playing and dancing and poetry, amongst other things. My point is that when I stood on the Eisteddfod stage, it didn't matter what my mother thought. It didn't matter what my Auntie Glennis said about me. It didn't even matter what my teachers felt. All that matters at the Eisteddfod, all that counts, is the opinion of the judges. 
In the same way, at the end of time, it won't matter what people thought of us. All that counts will be Jesus' judgment. Verse 15. Do not suffer for the wrong reasons. Do not suffer because you've actually done things wrong. Don't indulge in criminality or even just in meddling in other people's affairs. Verse 16. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? So God is a holy God, and he will punish sin. He begins with the sin of his own people. Judgment begins with the household of God. But then God's judgment fans out and takes in all people. Verse 18. If it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So it is hard for the righteous to be saved. We saw last week that following Jesus is like a small gate and a narrow road. But it's much worse for the ungodly. It's much worse for those who reject Christ. Because there's a day coming when each one of us will stand before Jesus and we will give an account of our lives to him. And Jesus will make a decision regarding us Heaven or hell? That's the great decision that Jesus will make regarding us. The Christian person will be saved from hell for heaven. The unbeliever, having rejected God in this life, can only expect to have their rejection of God confirmed. And to be separated from God and from all that is good. This is the ultimate reason why we should pray for Nia to live as a Christian. We want her to be saved from God's wrath, for God's love, for all eternity. Now I'm aware that I've made some extravagant claims this morning that Jesus Christ will return to earth, usher in a new creation, and judge the living and the dead. How can you know if these things are true? Well, you could read the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. Consider the evidence for Jesus' resurrection. If Jesus rose from the dead, then this confirms his claims about himself, that he is God in human form. Why not come to an Exploring Christianity course run by our church? 
Why not consider the evidence for yourself? And make a decision about Jesus Christ and the Christian faith. So thank you very much for including us in Nia's special day today. It's a great privilege for us. And we pray for you all very much as we go into the future. Thank you very much for listening.